What's good, y'all? What's up? What's up? I'm the sick one, and this is my co-host. B-O-S-G. And as always, we want to thank you for tuning in to Full Transparency. See you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, a co- this is a podcast about our basic humanness. We really feel that full transparency, when it's stripped to its core, is raw, it's naked, it's vulnerable, increasingly aware of the danger that fear can produce in the unknown. Without strain or difficulty, we want you to be aware and easily aware of the words, themes, and feelings that we openly share on this podcast. We want transparency to be the light that illuminates the darkness of this world and the weapon that slays the enemy in the battle of for our isolation. It is time that we step up and step out into the light to truly be who we are meant to be as men, as brothers, as sons, as fathers, as believers. So join us as we dive deep into the abyss, discovering full transparency. See you. I'm gonna meet you where you yeah. at, so we can find a place to chat. Yeah, it's all about relationship, man. It's all about relationship. So as always, y'all, you can reach us at you know we online, uh, Facebook, one four eight, um, Facebook. At the end, we have an email. You can always email us your questions, your thoughts, concerns, comments, feedback at one four eight twenty twenty at gmail.com. That's O N E the number four E I G H T. 2020 at gmail.com hit us up we want to hear you hear from you can't really hear you on email that'd be kind of weird yeah um well it's it might be coming you send like a voice you know it might be coming you know it might do some holograms here in a right. minute you know what i mean so, <laughs> some something like that but we want to hear from you though um as we are really trying to embark on this next journey of our lives and, and really make things uh more intentional mm-hmm. I would say, you know, and really do what we, what is on our hearts to do and um, why we think it's important to do that, you know, so we, I don't think we ain't got a phone number yet. We ain't that, that official. No, nah, we don't got a number yet, but yeah. like, um, if you, if you have any like prayer requests, send those through too. Yeah. Prayer requests. Yeah. You know, we love to, when we're to celebrate prayer, a celebratory for when prayer is answered, mm-hmm, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So. Definitely that, man. Yeah. Hard things. You might be going yeah. through something. You know, we we always say, I, a lot of people say safe space. I don't necessarily believe in that. I believe in it being a brave space because you have to have bravery in order to try to open up and share things that are so personal and so intimate um, that it takes bravery to do that. And so I, I like to keep that in mind when we're talking about, about spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we thank y'all again. We here and 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 we're gonna dive into this. So 
Oh, gee, let me ask you this, man. What? Think about 2023. What do you think that men are hurting from in 2023? Man, just one thing. Or one thing that one thing that rings true with me that I, that I see on a consistent basis is um uh I would say a father son relationship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about that. Like me myself, you know, not. Huh? Me myself and I. Yeah, me myself and I. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> um, personally, I, I don't know who my father is. You know, um, my mom. She had a boyfriend. You know, he was like, was like a father figure to me or whatever. And you know, he he did what he could. He did only what he was, what he been taught, due to lack of presence of a father, or if there was presence of a father, they didn't instill good principles in you, you know, whatever the case may be. But um, as I got older, I started to have an identity crisis. And the first thing I thought was, I have a father out there. Man, is he, is he, is he, is he wealthy? Is he rich? Do we have other kids? Like, these are all the things that I would think about. Because I'm trying to find a connection with my father and then I, I I thought I was at a point to where I did have a connection and did meet him, but mom told me that probably wasn't him, and that that kind of just ticked me off. I'm like, you know what, just forget it, don't worry about it. But um, but yeah, and even with that, it um, even with my relationship with God, it just it made me pour those those um beliefs and stuff that I had a father that wasn't there. I put that on God, like I put limitations on God, and like have problems with trusting God and, and that stuff just affected a whole lot of my life. And I'm just now coming to the grips of not knowing my father led me to knowing my father. You know what I'm saying? So, and then like, I see it with the, the youth, the youth we work with, man. Yeah. I think it's just, I think men in general, you know, I mean, you know, obviously in our society today, we see mass shootings, uh, yeah. There's just one other day in Louisville, yeah. and it's just like we're hurting out here, you know. And I, and I think a lot of that is because the topic you mentioned, like, just do we have fathers in our lives that are willing to learn what it means to be a father? Because I don't, it'd be wrong to say like every man just because he's a man and he has a kid that he's yeah, supposed to know how to be a yeah. father, you know, because again. If you just the way history has, and you think about everything in, in, in especially in our culture, in the African American culture, you know, you know, my dad was around, but he was absent at the same time, and he's never known his father. And I can I track that back four or five generations. I never know, nobody knew, or if they did know, nobody said anything. Mm -hmm. And so nobody was there to, to show him how to be a father, not how to be a man, how to be a father. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many different variations of what manhood is. Mm -hmm. But it's fatherhood that's different. So, whatever version that you're taught on how to be a man, you're gonna stick with it. You're gonna stick with it. And so he he went to work. He did his thing, you know, and and it was very dutiful, dutiful. I guess you said not duty, <laughs> duty, <laughs> duty brown. 
Deuce Doodle Brown, bro. <laughs> the Doodle Brown. Yes. Ah. <laughs> but you know, he so he was very dutiful in, in in his approach to life, and so you know, wake up every day at the same time, go to work, stable check, provide those type of things. But if when it came to fatherhood, that was completely different. And I think that's a misconception that we see is we think just because, you know, you have a, a child or a son or a daughter that you're automatically in fatherhood. Mm-hmm. And so that has to be, you have to be willing to learn what it is to be a father, you know? And, and I think that's where we're starting to see our young people who are hurting, whether they, you know, women or men or young, young, young girl or young boys, they're hurting because they don't, they don't have that father's love, the caring, the the gentleness, the the ability to affirm their identity and who they are. So therefore, when they are in the world, they do get exposed to things. They're not questioning who I am because their father has solidified who they are. Right. Yeah. Your father, father solidifies the identity. Mom nurtures it. And the father tells them, no, you are this because mm-hmm. X, Y, Z are because God says so. And then. No, you. I see you, and then you. Hey, you're. That's what I'm talking about. You're smart, right? So you, you, you affirm mm-hmm. and solidify that identity. So when they're again, when they're out in the world, they're out in their friends, and especially nowadays with social media and, and access to so much, that becomes apparent for them. Mm-hmm. And so when things are shaking, they're like, No, no, my daddy told me I'm yeah. beautiful. My daddy, yeah. my, my daddy tells me that I'm smart. So no matter what anybody else says, yeah. my daddy says I'm smart. And, so before yeah, I am. Thing is too. You see your daddy every day. Yeah. So it's just a constant right. reaffirmation yeah. Yeah. that every time they see you, they think that. Yeah. It goes through their head. My yeah. daddy said I'm beautiful. Yeah. My daddy said I'm smart. One thing I want to say is like when my when my son was younger, he's 18 now, but when he was a little bitty guy, he would come over to the house and I would I would fall asleep yeah. on the couch. I'm I I'm thinking, you know, hey, I got my son. Right. You yeah. know, I'm being yeah. a father. I'm like, being a father, yeah. But it, it it's way more much more to it. You gotta be, you gotta be intentional. Yeah. You know, and it took it took some learning. Yeah. And I think you, know? you mentioned something that was interesting because it's like, like you said, you see him every day. Some of these kids don't see their father every day. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where, why it's a struggle, why it's, it's the thing that we're hurting. You know, men are hurting from is because they haven't healed from their pain of not seeing their father every day. You know, with. Mm-hmm. You know, divorce rates are sky high. I know because I've been a product of it with and I actually Me too. had two divorces. You know yeah. what I mean? So but it's it's the choice to say, how do I and I think that's where the struggle too is. That's a different topic, but you know, men that are choosing to be in a child's lives in broken marriages, yeah, in divorce relationships, and they want to be present every day. Um, but so find that fine line between how do you allow the other person to be who they are, you know, but you still be present as a father. And I think it's just, it's a choice, to, but it's also the choice knowing that you're going to, you're going to get some hits. You're going to take some hits because yeah. it's, it's not going to be easy. But I think because kids don't see their father every day and, I, and, and especially today, like we have, because we have so much access in technology, it's a simple text or it could mm-hmm. be FaceTime. Like there's so many reasons today to connect to connect other we shouldn't be like well i can't see my child or talk or communicate my child more often than it used to be yeah. where you know i mean because they kids got phones everybody's got a facetime they got something they got siri they got alexa they got all type of yeah. stuff in the house where you can just be like let facetimes and even if they don't answer because you know sometimes 
kids be like, they don't want to text, especially yeah. if they're getting in the, in the teenage years. Oh, yeah. You can send a video, mm-hmm. record a message, and just send it. Even if they don't respond, it's you sending a message every day. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love you. Hope you have a great day. And just remember, you're mine and you're great. Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you send that message, and they're going to get it, and they can listen to it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and one of the things I, I did for my daughter um, and for all my kids is 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 it went to build a bear and got them a little a build a bear let them pick out their build a bear you know and and what you can do is a build a bear you can put a voice recording in there and that's why i said like it, it it doesn't matter how much it costs because the deposit you're putting inside of your children is gonna is gonna cash out way more than what you're paying yes. for that build a bear so if i gotta spend 60 70 dollars on this thing then let's do it but you can put a voice recording in there and it's they can ROI, man. Huh? ROI. Yeah, there you go. You heard some, some banking terms, return on investment. Yeah. So you can put a recording in there that has like your voice on it. You can record whatever you want. And then when they press it, no matter where they're at, they can hear your voice. Yeah. You know, then it's got like you can get like a little heartbeat. They have so many different things you can wow. do in there. But that's the little bear they have that, that can travel with them. So if you're not with them, then when they're at home and they're at and they're struggling with whatever or they have this thought they can press it and hear your voice hey mm-hmm. it's your father i love you mm-hmm. i'm always with you and you can put a scripture in there or whatever you want to do and say da, 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 and remember i'm just a phone call away boom they have that reminder you seen the movie you seen the movie overcomer yeah you see the part where the dad passed and he she was running and he had her because he was like he, a he, he used to be a track yeah, star. Yeah, track star. And he, he, she, cause she, would, she, she didn't have a hearing problem. But she, had, she had the headphones on. She had the headphones on. And the, she found the recording. Yeah. And he was talking to her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, when you said that, man, that, that yeah. part came straight to mind. I remember that part. That was that was a good movie. If you guys haven't seen that, it's on, like, you can probably find it on Pure Flicks, but it's a really good movie about a young lady um, who kind of gets lost and, you know, she steals and she's kind of just having a hard way because she didn't know her family or father. Yeah. And then she goes into discovery, finds it. And then like OG, the OG was talking about it, this recording to help her. She started doing cross country. Mm-hmm. She was really good at it. And he gave her this recording to help map. No, no. He and she ended up finding him. Mm-hmm. And Don't they tell the story. I'm not. I, I struggle with that. <laughs> So watch watch the movie. I'm just yeah. out there. Oh, watch the movie. Just watch the movie, bro. Just watch the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just, keeps, just keeps calling, man. It's calling me, man. Calling me, man. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. So oh, yeah. Go ahead. Real quick. Go ahead. But um, I know we said like we can like call them. We can do that. But it's tough when the when the baby is just born and you're a young father. And you can't see your baby, mm-hmm. and you want to see your baby. Mm-hmm. That that can be tough. Yeah, it you can know. be. It can be. I, again, I think it's, and again, this is another topic that we'll go into as as we get into our episodes. This is just kind of the the re the reimagination of, of who we are. But it's 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 again, it's that choice to say. I want to be a father because anybody can have a child. Any man can produce a child. Give a seed. No matter what you do, you put a seed in the ground. It's gonna something's gonna grow from it, mm-hmm. right? Give a seed, you know, into a woman. She's gonna incubate and she'll create a child. It's the choice to be a father that changes the dynamics of relationships. 
And so, because again, I could choose to be, I could choose to have a kid, but I don't choose to be a father. Mm-hmm. So that's where you see absent fathers, right? And that's where you see these things. And, and, and again, part of it, there's a lot of circumstances, a lot of things that are going on that are causing these absent fathers to be absent. But what I know best, I've got five kids. The choice to be a father is how things change for the child and it's how you approach life, how things change and how you approach life. So when I made that choice, I'm going to be a father. And like you were speaking about, I made sure that I'm there at the hospital, whatever I got to do. I don't, even in the most uncomfortable situation, whether, you know, I don't care who's there. I don't care who I'm there because what's important is me being a father, Mm -hmm. me sharing that moment, me having that connection. You know, they always say, you know, how children gain, orientation attachment is do skin on skin and so i want to be there in that hospital so even if we're not on good terms i'm gonna be there but what i would say is that if you choose to be a father it's your job in that moment once you make the choice to make sure you're on good terms mm-hmm. so that's the disposition you got to come to if you're choosing to be a father it can't be that the argument and, and my hate for you, my dislike for you is greater than my me wanting to be a father. Mm. Because if that trumps everything else, then what happens is that you're saying that you being a father is less than you disliking her. And so because your dislike for her is greater than being a father, you're going to stay away. Mm. But when you choose to be a father, no matter what you do, even if I got to hold it in and then get home and tear that punching bag up. Or even if I gotta get home and go beat Bob up, <laughs> beat Bob up, right? Bob's not a real person, y'all. No, he's he's a punch dummy. He's a punch dummy, right? Yeah. Or if I gotta go run six miles to get this frustration out, I'm gonna do what I need to do in a safe, healthy way because my choice to be a father is greater than anything else, right? And and, and I, I look at you know again me being a, a Christ follower, I look at how when I met Christ he started to show me that intentional choice of what being a father was. And I look at how God displayed being a father in the fact that he chose to to give his only son to the world in the same form that we are in and then and then watch him go make the sacrifice to give us life through death. And in that moment, he separated himself from his father. Christ separated himself from his father. He became God's number one enemy in that moment mm-hmm. when he took on all sin yeah and then he when he then he obviously we know that when he rose again he became something more because he was sinless but when he took on all of sin in the human flesh that's why the flesh had to die because it had because that was what god's rule was yes. it was stated in the garden yeah and so but his love for fatherhood was greater than anything else because he saw us and he knew that this is going to bring greater fatherhood. So when you're a father, like you, you choose to say, okay, how can I, how can I make this right? Again, I you can be mad as I'll get out. You better go call your boy. You you know, you need to cuss. You better go, Hey man, let me just take, and let, that's why you got to have somebody you trust. Cause you can just lay it to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, in a healthy way. So, but you got to figure out what to do to get it out. If you got to go work out for two hours, go work out for two hours after you get done with that interaction. Right. But being present and fighting for your rights as a father, is, is how you do it. And then, like I said, show up. Even, no matter how uncomfortable it is, show up. You got to swallow that pill because at the end of the day, you made the choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah.
so yeah what you what's your thoughts on that og yeah like i would i know like previous like when my son was younger he had um it was it was some uncomfortable situations like he would be he, he would be in um in the hospital i remember one when you speak about skin on skin contact yeah you know i remember one time he was in the hospital his mama called we was kind of on good terms we we on better terms now but yeah yeah but it was just like grabbing him out that bed and just taking him for a walk down the hospital hallways yeah and just letting him know like you know you know daddy's here man yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's just like you know it's if, if you haven't had that example and you don't have no men around you to to hold you accountable or speak life into you or point you in the direction and give you wise wisdom it's tough man it is if, if, if you're it a is. new parent and you and you and especially especially and that's outside of not even following christ right so you want to if you want to be a if you want if you choose to be a follower of christ that's a whole nother arena because the, the the ways you thought of being a father according to the world don't line up the way the scripture is telling us to be fathers yeah but you just like you said but you still can be a father and i, I think like, i like what you said it's it's yes it's tough if you don't have the men around you examples but what i'll say is this is that if you choose because i was i was in that same boat before i met christ i had kids before i met christ and was a christ follower mm-hmm. but i still made a choice to be a father now i might train wreck some stuff i had a lot of wreckage <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you see all these trains derailing. I was that's that was my life, but I made the choice to be a father. And what I will say is this: is that what I recognize is that no matter how tough it is, it's not impossible because there no. are people out there that are willing to help you. Mm-hmm. You got to be humble enough, and again, you got to decide that being a father is more important than anything else. It's more important than kicking it, more important than drinking, more important than clubbing, more important than partying, more important than women. You've got to decide that being a father is greater. And when you can do that, you can go find people to help you learn and grow in what fatherhood is. There's books you can read. I mean, there's so many things mm-hmm. out there that you can do. If you're a video person, you you can go on video, you can Google search the stuff yeah, so and much. just get tips, yeah. right? And so, so the things that I got, you know, was, again, what I knew from men. I knew what men do, which is provide, make sure I had a stable job. So I did that. And, and then... It was the emotional and it was the spiritual components that I was missing. But I was there. I showed up at schools. You know, I took, mm-hmm. took them places. I said, you know, I made sure, you know, one of the biggest things was is that when I told my oldest son that I adopted, I was like, if you got to be in eight o'clock, that means I got to be in eight o'clock. So it wasn't you come in at eight o'clock and then I wait an hour and then I go out and go hang out. No, mm-hmm. I'm in the house with you because it's sacrifice. So because I, I need to model. I knew I had to model to him certain things now mm-hmm. i modeled some bad things to him mm-hmm. as well too yeah. you know because i didn't again i was missing the two components that were huge which is the spiritual and the emotional components mm-hmm. so i wasn't able to feed into him emotionally because my version of manhood was like men don't show feelings you know yeah. we're we're tough we're rah, rah, we're yeah. gorillas you know we bang our chest all day and then you know when, when we're wrong we we excuse our way out of it well that's just because uh, we blame quick to blame others well diana did this and i wouldn't do that and so i had to fight my way out and and so there's always a way it's not impossible it's tough but it's not impossible it's when you believe when you is when you begin to believe it's impossible that the possible never happens for you because 
one thing I, I, I've learned that is, is so true is that what you believe happens. If you think and believe that it's impossible, then it's, not, then it's going to be impossible. If you think and believe that it's possible, then it's possible. What you think will happen. So if you think negative, the negative is going to be in life. If you think positive, the positive is going to happen. Now, it does not mean in the middle that's going to be tough. It's going to be very hard. It's going to be very tough. You're going to have hard moments, but you have to maintain the positive attitude because what you think is what will happen. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, I was sitting here thinking on our hair, when you said emotional and what you say, emotional and spiritual? Mm -hmm. Is it, I would say, possibly taking when you're raising a child? Of being a father, take the holistic approach with them. Yeah, but who knows holistic approach when you, if you don't yeah, know? If you don't know it, yeah, we yeah. know it now. Yeah, yeah, I know it now. Like yeah. you know, I didn't know anything about it. Like, yeah. like, four but years ago. yeah, but that's the learning curve, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. You can make the choice to learn. And in one of the books I read when I first started coming into understanding Christ and what He meant was that uh, Peter Cesario which is the most spirit, uh, mostly healthy spirituality. Mm -hmm. And it was talking about how you can't have one without the other. And I was like, oh man, that's, that's really dope. So that's a good book to check out. We'll post some of these books on our, on our Facebook page, suggested readings. If you want to see some things, cause those are really good. And he was saying that you can't have really good emotional health and poor spiritual health. Mm -hmm. And you can't have really high spiritual health and poor emotional health. Mm -hmm. And that talk and why well, I thought it was so powerful because those two things, covered everything from the worldly view to the church view because you have people in the church that are super spiritually healthy mm -hmm. but they're emotionally erect they go home their things are we're all messed up but he was saying you've got to have balance now he was talking about the iceberg yeah. like, so you know you might show the world this spiritual health and you're really high spiritual but emotionally you're you're, you're suffering yeah you're crying at night you're depressed whatever so you can't have it that way because then what happens is you, you train wreck stuff and he was saying that you can't be super emotionally healthy they have poor spiritual health. And, yeah. and it's like, it just has those two things. Yeah, they'll, they'll balance the way those two things work. So, sorry. Right, so, we're we going to take a, a quick pause pause for the cause. You know what I mean? Uh, if we had bills to pay, this is when we would pay our bills. But yeah. we ain't got no bills to pay <laughs> right. right now. You know what I mean? So, we're going to let, we're going to pay the air real quick. <laughs> That short commercial break was brought to you by nothing. <laughs> Everybody has it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Crazy. Oh, so man. we're going to our, our, our last um, little topic for this intro uh, session. Um, and then we'll typically how we'll do is we'll we'll kind of start with what we talked about, kind of like current events, things that are on our what or, you know, whatever's going on. Um, we'll have our topic one and then topic two. So today we're just going to do topic one as an intro to get things kicked off. And then we, you know, hope you guys start tuning in and, and maybe just maybe we might actually have some commercials to pay some bills. You know yeah, what I mean? You never know. Never get some, know. Get some viewers and we can start, know. you know, see what it's proud like. sponsors of, uh, Dove Soap. Yes. It will fly away. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when you're feeling a little dirty. Duh. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Why choose Dove? Dove. Hey, so you know when John the Baptist was baptizing Jesus and a dove ascended on him, hey, they have water, they got dove. That's the original dove soap. Yes. <laughs> John was like, dove. Dove, yes. Yes. He went back and started carving stone into dove yes. soap. Yes. Started washing <laughs> washing with, <laughs> with pumice rock. <laughs> <laughs> the skin was jacked. <laughs> oh man! So, OG, OG, let me ask you this, man. Let me. Uh... So, oh, briefly. So, the reason we call him the OSG is because his name is the Onus Shondell Gray. Yes. So when you hear it say the OSG, we just thought it was cool because you know you hear about. You know, Ohio State being the Ohio State. State. Yeah. So we're like, this is the OSG. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this, bro. Bro Candy. Uh, yeah. Give me two quick things on what you remember about the freedom of baptism. Um, well, actually, we're going to come back to that. That's going to be our next segment. We're going to come back with what we remember about baptism, the, the pain and the freedom. So tune in next time for our next episode where we are going to pick up with that topic. Uh, time is a little short. We're, 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 we're going to switch it up. So as always, restoration time, rebuild time. Let's get it. Brick by brick, man. We are the stone that the builders rejected. So we thank y'all. We love y'all. Tune in next time. We're going to pick up with topic one and we're going to go from there. Love y'all. Peace.